Welcome to Lost in Revision. All of our content is public domain, literature, fairy tales, and folklore. Our goal is to at least break even to cover our expenses. So any support that you can offer to help us reach that goal helps keep this podcast going and you entertained. All of our music is by Nathan Hubble and is used with his permission. Thanks and enjoy the show. Chapter 9. The Pride of Perks Part 4. Come out, said Perks. Come out and tell me what you mean by it. Have I ever complained to you of being short as you comes this charity lay over me? Oh, said Phyllis, I thought you'd be so pleased. I'll never try to be kind to anyone else as long as I live. No, I won't. Not ever. And she burst into tears. We didn't mean any harm, said Peter. I don't want your means as much as what you does, said Perks. Oh, don't, cried Bobby, trying hard to be braver than Phyllis and to find more words than Peter had done for explaining it. We thought you'd love it. We always have things on our birthdays. Oh, yes, said Perks. Your own relations. That's different. Oh, no, Bobby answered. Not our own relations. All the servants always gave us things at home, and us to them when it was their birthdays, and when it was mine. And Mother gave me the brooch like a buttercup. Mrs. Viney gave me two lovely glass pots, and nobody thought she was coming the charity lay over us. If it had been glass pots here, said Perks, I wouldn't have said so much. It's there being all the seeps and eeps of things I can't stand. No, nor won't, neither. But they're not all from us, said Peter. Only we forgot to put the labels on. They're from all sorts of people in the village. Who put em up to it, I'd like to know, asked Perks. Why, we did, sniffed Phyllis. Perks sat down heavily in the elbow chair and looked at them with what Bobby afterwards described as withering glances of gloomy despair. So you've been round telling the neighbors we can't make both ends meet. Well, now you've disgraced us as deep as you can in the neighborhood. You can just take the whole bag of tricks back where it came from. Very much obliged, I'm sure. I don't doubt but what you meant it kind, but I'd rather not be acquainted with you any longer if that's all the same to you. He deliberately turned the chair round so that his back was turned to the children. The legs of the chair grated on the brick floor, and that was the only sound that broke the silence. Then suddenly Bobby spoke. Look here, she said. This is most awful. That's what I says, said Perks, not, tur not turning round. Look here, said Bobby desperately. We'll go if you like, and you needn't be friends with us any more if you don't want. But we shall always be friends with you, however nasty you are to us, sniffed Phyllis wildly. Be quiet said Peter, in a fierce aside. But before we go, Bobby went on desperately, do let us show you the labels we wrote to put on the things. I don't want to see no labels, said Perks, except proper luggage ones in my own walk of life. Do you think I've kept respectable and out of debt on what I gets, and are having to take in washing to give away for a laughing stock to all the neighbors? Laughing, said Peter, you don't know. You're a very hasty gentleman, whined Phyllis. You know you were wrong once before about us not telling you the secret about the Russian. Do let Bobby tell you about the labels. Well, go ahead, said Perks grudgingly. Well, then, said Bobby, fumbling miserably, yet not without hope, in her tightly stuffed pocket. We wrote down all the things everybody said when they gave us the things, with the people's names, because Mother said we ought to be careful, because... But I wrote it down what she said, and you'll see... But Bobby could not read the labels just at once. She had to swallow once or twice before she could begin. Mrs. Perks had been crying steadily ever since her husband had opened the wash house door. Now she caught her breath, choked, 
and said, Don't you be upset yourself, Missy. I know you meant it kind if he doesn't. May I read the labels? said Bobby, crying onto the slips as she tried to sort them. Mother's first. It says, Little clothes for Mrs. Perks's children. Mother said, I'll find some of Phyllis's things that she's grown out of if you're quite sure Mr. Perks wouldn't be offended and think it's meant for charity. I'd like to do some little thing for him because he's been so kind to you. I can't do much because we're poor ourselves. Thanks for joining us today. Check us out on Patreon. You can help us meet our small goal of breaking even and covering our expenses. Your support helps pay for all of the things that podcasting requires and helps keep this show alive and growing. If you can't afford to support us financially, go give us a good review, subscribe or follow, and share with your friends and family. Feel free to fact check us and offer suggestions to make our show better for you. You can also send us an email at lostinrevisionpodcast at gmail.com. There's a lot more waiting for us all at the end of the road.